Lecture topic: Diagnosis and remedies for problems. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi aladin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ مَنْ لَزِمَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارَ جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مِنْ كُلِّ يَضِيقٍ مَخْرَجًا وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمٍّ فَرَجًا وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. وسُسَبِّتُ رَبَّنَا الْكَرَامَ وَتِزَنَ الْعِزْمَ. Whenever there's some problem, some difficulty, the most important thing is to find what is the root issue. What is the root cause of that problem? What's the underlying? matter person is sometimes feeling unwell so now there are many symptoms the symptoms might be that there is a severe headache there's some fever there's some weakness in the body all different symptoms are all evident but the doctor the physician who is trying to now find out what is the underlying issue that these are symptoms these are things that are indicating towards a deeper problem if that problem is resolved if that is addressed that is sorted out then the fever will go away the headache will stop then there'll be a chance to recover from that weakness but if the weakness is addressed that the person now is given some bit of nourishment to take more nourishing food to eat or now some painkillers are just taken to relieve the headache then that's going to be a short temporary measure after a few hours again the headache is just there it just masks the pain for a while so the underlying issue is always the important thing to take note of and to find what is that underlying matter the root cause to treat that first So in dunya there are many many problems that we face all the time many issues different challenges whether it is in a person's personal life whether in his home whether in the community whether it is internationally whether the ummah at large what problems and difficulties are faced by the ummah so one part of this is that dunya is a place of test and trial that is clearly declared in the quran sharif allah taala says we will certainly test you wala nablu annakum allah taala has made this dunya a place of test and trial and those who pass the tests then for them is the everlasting bliss of jannah that's the prize for passing the tests the reward so one part of this is that this dunya is a place of tests but then together with that there's another part to this and allah taala mentions in the quran sharif 
that the issues that a person faces, sometimes it's a test, and then the other side of it is that it is sometimes brought upon a person by himself. And that is through his deeds, the kind of actions he does. The sins of a person become the reason for his problems. So now if the sins are a problem, if it is a test from Allah Ta'ala, then he is required to be patient, do what he can to try and better his situation. But each moment that passes in that sabr, Allah will raise his stages, Allah will bless him in dunya already also, and the rewards of akhirat are beyond imagination. But if it is through his own doing, his own actions, if it is his sins that have become the reason for his problems, now if the person, because there's a tumor, for example, Allah save us, Allah grant shifa and afiyat to every single person, but if there's a tumor, and that tumor now is causing the loss of sight, so now the person is going repeatedly to the optician, and going to the ophthalmologist and the eye specialist, that now sort the eye problem out. But if he discovers that now the problem is actually the tumor, he says, don't worry about paying too much attention on the eye, take this few drops now, it'll just give you some relief, sort the tumor out. You go to the surgeon and get the tumor sorted out. Otherwise, this is not going to go anywhere. This is going to be a recurring problem. So likewise, there are many, many issues that we face. Personally, domestically, whatever level. But it is for myself and each of one of us to search within ourselves and look deep down in our lives that are my problems the result of my sins? And if we find that in this scan that we do of ourselves, this x-raying of ourselves, and if we can't, sometimes the x-ray is too weak, it needs an MRI scan, then maybe we might need somebody else to scan us. Somebody else to examine what is going on in our lives and tell us this is where we are slipping up somewhere, this is where we've crossed the mark, this is where we are lacking. It might be in the matter of ibadat, maybe our salah is not in order. It might be in some matter of mu'amalat and dealings. Our dealings are sometimes not in order. It might be in the matter of mu'asharat and how we live with people, what kind of relationship we are having with our own families, with our children, with our neighbors, with people in general. Or it might be something to do with our akhlaq. That is our akhlaq in order. What is the manner that we use our tongue? How are we using our sight and gaze and this na'mat of vision Allah has blessed us with? What are we busy looking at? What are we listening to? Now if this is not in place, there's a problem here, if the scan is showing that there's a problem in all these things, there are these cancers lurking in the heart, the cancer of pride, the cancer of malice, of jealousy. So now if we're going to treat the symptoms, the problem is not going to go away. But there might be some temporary relief sometimes, but if the tumor is not resolved, then the vision is not going to come right. If the tumor is causing the loss of sight, if the tumor is not resolved, and if that is causing the person's weakness in his legs, one person suddenly lost the use of his legs, 
what happened, went to the surgeons and the specialists and so on, they finally discovered there was some growth on his spine, says that now is pressing on some nerve and that has resulted in the loss of your use of your legs. So now he's getting physiotherapy done for example now, and getting all types of treatment for his legs. Say, no, no, that's not going to help. That might give some temporary relief, the pain, the ache might get relieved a little bit, but you're going to have to treat the root cause. So now if our root cause of our problems is the disobedience of Allah Taala, then treating the symptoms is not going to resolve the problem. There'll be some barakah that will come from the amal that was done. And then sometimes a person is running around for some tawis here and there. Maybe there might be some temporary relief with something. But if the root cause is the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, then till that we don't make tawbah from, we don't turn again and come back to Allah Ta'ala, don't take a U-turn from the wrong lifestyle that a person has adopted. Don't bring that heart into the condition where that heart is cleaned out of that pride, that malice, that jealousy. The heart, the eyes is not cleaned out of looking at filth and evil. The tongue is not reined in and it stops making ghibad, stops making, stalking vulgarity, obscenity, using all kinds of languages. The ear doesn't stop listening to music and listening to all other things, evil things. And then what's to be done? There's still, the person is shirking in his salah, other obligations of deen, then we're not treating the tumor. Then we're treating the symptoms. So the first thing is to treat the root issue. If our root issue is that we have strayed from the path, but Allah Ta'ala's doors of mercy are wide open. Allah Ta'ala has not left this weak banda in the lurch. And this is the weakness of insan, khuliqal insanu da'ifa, but now if he's weak and he's going to slip up, well that's it, he'll just destroy himself. No, no, no. Allah Ta'ala's rahmat is very, very vast. And Allah Ta'ala has kept a simple ilaj and treatment for such a major tumor. Allah forbid a person gets afflicted with a tumor physically, Allah Ta'ala grants shifa and afiyah to every person who's afflicted with any difficulty and illness. But that becomes such a major process now. And after the operation has been done, it's such a major recovery time. And sometimes they say, well, it's a 50-50 chance. And sometimes they say, look, it's too dangerous to even touch it. Because it's in such a delicate place, we're going to try to treat this, we're going to cause more problem. Physical tumors, this is how the processes are. That sometimes there's no hope also. But despite insan falling into these spiritual tumors, but Allah Ta'ala has kept such a simple remedy, treatment and such a simple process that a person turns to Allah Ta'ala in all sincerity and he makes sincere tawbah and fulfills the conditions that are required in the tawbah. And Allah Ta'ala's mercy envelops him. And there's no long process to get into that whole detail. He doesn't have to make an appointment and he'll get an appointment six months time to come for the operation. And he doesn't have to go through some other long detailed issues before he gets to the actual process of the operation. And there's no lengthy recovery time. 
Allah Ta'ala's mercy is such that all is required for this banda to take that step and make that sincere tawbah, come back to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, engage himself in abundant istighfar, and the job is done. Now it's for him to remain healthy now, to stay on the path of deen, to remain in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Now we are already in these Mubarak days, the very Mubarak month of Rajab is already ticking away, one of the Ashurul Hurum, sacred months, and then is Shaban, and then 15th of Shaban, such a great occasion. And this is all leading up to this very, very important time that's coming towards us. Allah Ta'ala keep us alive to see it. The very Mubarak month of Ramadan, from the first of Rajab, already the preparation for Ramadan has been taught to us by Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When the moon of Rajab used to be sighted, the first of Rajab would become, would, would come in, the moon of Rajab used to be sighted. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would make this dua, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajabi wa Shaban, wa balighna Ramadan. Ya Allah grant us barakah in the months of Rajab and Shaban, and enable us to reach the Mubarak month of Ramadan. What is this barakah in the months of Rajab and Shaban? Is this barakat that what we just confine our understanding of barakat to? That barakat now means that the wealth will increase. Barakat means that now a person's uh, material possessions will now just get more. Barakat comes in that form as well. Barakat even comes in that form too. But greater barakat is where the person's time becomes very valuable. Now, barik lana fi rajabi wa shaban. In the months of rajab and shaban. That this time of these two Mubarak months, this time becomes very Mubarak. And that barakat comes in the time, the barakat comes in a person's amal, to such an extent, that now by the time the month of Ramadan comes, let alone having cleared out all the tumors, but the tumor that it brought, that weakness, the one is the tumor is gone, but the weakness is still there, some nourishment is required, the person is the tumors have been cleared and the strength and nourishment has come to its peak. The health is now optimized. Now the person is fully prepared to take the maximum benefit from the month of Ramadan. So the month of Ramadan preparation doesn't start on the 29th of Shaban. That now the person is looking out for the moon that is it going to be sighted or not. So now he is beginning to start getting prepared for Ramadan. Oh, that the preparations for the month of Ramadan doesn't start off in the kitchen beforehand only. If that is done for the sake of saving preparation time in Ramadan, so that that time could be maximized in ibadat, alhamdulillah, that niyat is very good. So our mothers and sisters sometimes get involved in that, very good, with that niyat, very good. But what preparation we made? And what preparation they made also for the essence of Ramadan. So now this is the very, very important aspect that we have to now focus towards. What is all the problems and the tumors that are now affecting us? All the problems that are affecting us, but the underlying tumor is the sin. So now are we going to take that turn around now? Then we'll get prepared for Ramadan. Otherwise, the person who starts off preparing on the 29th of Shaban, Allah forbid, Allah Ta'ala save us, such a Mubarak time will come, the month of Ramadan will come, the first day he'll be in some better spirit, because now the month of Ramadan came, 
But there was no preparation beforehand. So as a result, by day three he's already flat. So now he already started cutting corners. And then by day three he's already looking at haram in the month of Ramadan. He'll carry on sometimes in the nights of Ramadan and then carry on while he's fasting also. Because he never made toba, Never made sincere istighfar. And never made a change in his life. So some routine will change in Ramadan. Ramadan routine might change now that he's waking up a bit earlier for Sehri. And then now he's staying later in the masjid because he's making Tarawih Salah. And the routine has changed now that he's not having breakfast, lunch because he's now fasting. And supper is now no more supper but it's iftar. So now the routine changed. And then now because it's Ramadan now so maybe a little bit some better things will change also. He never read Quran Sharif, made tilawat the whole year, now he's making some tilawat. But apart from some changes on this level, some routine change, but the heart didn't change. The heart is still the same heart. That heart filled with pride, filled with malice, filled with jealousy, filled with chasing desires, filled with the crave for sin, and just giving in and submitting to all those craves of sin and just going headlong into every trap of nafs and shaitan so some routine changed but the heart didn't change and as a result let alone Ramadan passing in Ramadan things carry on also upside down and then after Ramadan it's like Ramadan never was around so the very crucial thing is to start making the change now and the very important aspect, one is for the preparation of Ramadan, and the other is all the problems we complain about. The solution to that is in Toba and Istighfar. Toba requires, it's not just some lip service. Toba is not just merely uttering some words. Allah Ta'ala has kept everything in Toba. فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا يَا قَوْمِ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ And so many ayat of the Qur'an Sharif Allah Ta'ala mentions about Tawbah and Istighfar and what Allah will reward with it one person came to Hassan Basri rahimahullah and he complained that there's a severe drought. He said, make a lot of istighfar. Another person came and he said that I am very desirous, married for so long, I want a child. He said, my abundant istighfar. Another person came, he said, I'm suffering poverty. What should I do? I want some solution to the problem. Make istighfar. Now in the same gathering, three different people came at different times, asked us questions which are very different, three different problems, very completely different problems, and one solution, one answer to everybody. So others who were seated in the gathering and they heard all these three questions and answers, so afterwards they asked, but this is strange, one person asked about drought, the other person wants children, the third person is suffering poverty, one answer only. All three people in one answer. Make abundant istighfar. So I didn't say it. Allah Ta'ala said it. Allah Ta'ala said it in the Quran Sharif. 
استغفروا ربكم ثم توبوا اليه يرسل السماء عليك استغفروا ربكم انه كان غفارا يرسل السماء عليكم بدرارا استغفار الله تعالى سيس سند رينز ابندنتلي ويمددكم باموال وبنين الله ويل جرانت يو رزق يور ويلث اند الله ويل بليس يو وذ تشيلدرن سو اف ات از ذا روت كوز از ذات ذا بلوكيج از ثرو تو يو تو سم سن ذس از ذا سوليوشن ذا سوليوشن از كامينج باك تو الله تعالى توبه استغفار So now, this is what we have to resort to in great earnestness. But the toba, one essential ingredient of the toba, ayakla anil maasiya. Person must stop committing the haram. He must stop that sin, that vice, that evil. He must stop that looking at that filth. He must stop making that ghibat. He must stop the lying, the vulgarity, and that. vulgar talk and obscene talk he must stop going to the dens of vice and sin the haram places he must stop the zina and gambling he must stop all the evils that lurk in the heart clean it out that is step 1 otherwise that toba is just lip service that is not called toba in reality ayakla anil maasiya and the second very important ingredient of toba when all the ingredients are in place then you get the end product and the person wants a certain product but he doesn't put all the ingredients they say no this will flop so now the second very crucial ingredient of toba is wa ayyandama ala fi'liha and there's a genuine remorse pain in the heart this ta'allumul qalb this pain in the heart that but why did i ever do such a thing Allah Ta'ala's command and I broke it. When a person suffers a loss because of some wrong decision. Now there was a wrong decision he made, miscalculated something and now 100,000 got lost, 1 million went down the drain. Forget 100, 1 million and 100,000, even if 1,000 got lost too, we feel a pain in the heart. And forget 1,000, 100 rands get lost also, person puts his hand in the pocket, he suddenly sees what happened to this money, I had 100 rand, I know where it got lost. that too he feels something about it and allah taala who blesses us with everything every moment has blessed us with everything and everything is purely through his blessing every breath we take every morsel of food we swallow that morsel of food is allah's special grace and nikmat and the ability to digest it and it becomes nourishment in the body and then the person uses that energy allah blessed him with and then allah forbid he used that energy to disobey allah taala so now how much they should be regret over this like a person gives us mashallah some nice gift whatever gift now he gave some maybe some crockery set so now he takes that crockery set now and he breaks all thing on his head that person who want to see us for life and he'll be so disappointed if he doesn't react also that to be a karamat Allah blessed us with everything and continues to bless us with every ni'mat we enjoy. And despite that how much we disobeyed him. If that sight goes away a person gets blind, can the whole world restore it? If he loses his hearing, can the whole world restore it? It's only Allah's gift. So now that pain in the heart, but why did I misuse Allah's ni'mat? Feeling that pain. And then that resolve that this will not happen again. What's the future Allah knows 
but the resolve is 100%. Then the toba is toba, and if it relates to the rights of people, then those rights are fulfilled as well. Now the person has come, taken a U-turn. And now there's a lot of weakness still due to the tumor. So mashallah, the operation took place, but there's a need for nourishment, abundant istighfar. And seeking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness continuously, the Sahaba say sometimes in one sitting, one gathering, we would count. And this is now during the course of advice, talking to the Sahaba Ikram, advising them, somebody is coming to discuss some matter. And in between all this, we would count in one sitting, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam making istighfar hundred times. One sitting. And in the midst of all the other work that's taking place. But one sitting, the ma'asoom Nabi of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Sinless Nabi of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. And he is making istighfar hundred times. This is ta'aleem and teaching us how many istighfar we make in a day. So let us start now. If you haven't done it, Allah still blessed us with, the, with this life. Allah knows best how much we got left. So now as a preparation for Ramadan, as a means of removing these tumors from our life, sincere tawbah and daily istighfar minimum hundred times. We got time for everything. If we just shut off the social media, we'll have time for thousand istighfar and much more. We'll have time for thousand durud sharif and much more daily. The social media and all the addiction to the phone hasn't left us with an opportunity to recite one durud sharif sometimes in the whole day on Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi It hasn't left us the opportunity to recite one ayat of the Quran sharif, the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. It hasn't left the opportunity to make one istighfar because even in the masjid the person is busy on his phone too. Because he's waiting for salah time to start, now he's looking at the clock, okay, now the three minutes left, so three minutes he still got for the phone. And then screen time, five hours, six hours in the day, three hours in the day, Quran time, zero. Screen time, just going more and more, weekend, he said, no, the weekend, that's why it became eight hours. And how much istighfar time? Zero. Duru Sharif time? Zero. So now these are where the tumors are. That our ta'aluk with Allah Ta'ala has gone so far away. Our connection from Nabi Kareem Sallallahu has gone so distant. Not even one durood sometimes in the whole day on Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. No day should pass without a minimum of hundred istighfar, hundred durood sharif on Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is the bare minimum. Like a person just now to eat now, he just making do on the bare minimum. This is the bare minimum, it should be far more than this. This coming back to Allah Ta'ala, our five daily salah on time with Jama'ah in the masjid and tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, Durud Sharif, Istighfar, being part of the efforts of deen, making ta'aleem in our homes to encourage everybody to come towards Allah Ta'ala, come back onto amal, cutting all these other things out of our life. Things that are trapping us into sin, into evil, the traps of shaitan, via the phone, via whatever else. Making our effort to come out of all these aspects, that is going to pave the way from all the problems that we face. That is going to resolve the problems. Whether it is relating to the issues pertaining to ibadat, get that right. Whether it is our mu'amalat and dealings, our mu'asharat, social life, our akhlaq, we get all that right. Then we are coming out of the problems. Then we are moving on the path of peace and happiness. And more importantly, that is going to take us closer to Allah Ta'ala.
And Allah Ta'ala make it such that before, long before the month of Ramadan comes, we are spiritually in good health to be able to take the maximum in that time and connect ourselves with Allah Ta'ala. While the routines will change, Allah Ta'ala make it such our hearts change for the better. Our hearts become filled with the muhabba and the love of Allah Ta'ala. And the love of dunya is extracted. Allah Ta'ala bless us all with the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah.